I'm not going to say this is my angry podcast of the year, but it's a good podcast of the year. Today, we're talking about your responsibility as a communicator when we're all sitting at home and living on social media. I think it's pretty important. It's going to have big implications for you, especially if you're a small business owner. Tune in and thanks for listening. I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Thanks for tuning in this time on Bellwether. Uh, we're going to talk this week about communication and your power as a communicator, especially in this lovely age of the coronavirus. This podcast, if you're listening to this, you know, 30 years down the road, is made in the context of everybody being self-quarantined or isolated and petrified of dying, and it's it's uh, it's certainly an interesting time. Um, but when, it, when I was sitting at the beginning of this month in March, uh, it was before it really took off crazy, right? And, and I was looking through Twitter feeds and Facebook, and um, I actually started writing this podcast a number of weeks ago, I actually started years ago. I wanted to cover this topic of communication a long time ago, but it, I really just started writing out notes on on my thoughts and brain dump on a piece of paper on uh, how upsetting it was to see everything going online at this time of uncertainty. And I want to talk about communication in the age of Corona. Well, not really just in the age of Corona. I want you know I I want to talk about it in this new technology world. Okay, we all have a platform to communicate. We have multiple platforms to communicate. And, you know, we've got Facebook, we've got uh, Twitter, we've got Instagram, we've got all this stuff. And, and they're all built for us to share information. But it is our responsibility to use that wisely. And, and I, a lot of people, I mean, from my background, my background is in a lot of my background is in communications. So I think through just communication models and how this works. And I'll go through my background in a minute to explain what that means. But the the responsibility of communication and the implications of, of wise communication doesn't really hit the radar of things that we need to pay attention to, right? We think about our followers. We think about how funny someone's going to think it is. And, and uh, we do that. Everybody has access to provide information now. And present themselves in experts and uh, as experts, and oftentimes they are not. Uh, and and in this new age of technology, not new anymore, I guess it's you know it, it's time old. Um, but we have a responsibility, a real responsibility, to think through what we are trying to communicate and how that information is going to be received. Okay, uh, I, I started writing this in, in the context of one thing, and then I, I'm blowing it up. But there, there are a lot of things to think about when we're talking about communication. Uh, and one of them I'm going to talk about, accurate, accuracy of information, which everybody seems to be talking about online. Uh, we talk about where do you get your information, and that's incorrect, and blah, 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 blah. But there's another aspect as well, and that's, that's this tone of dismiss, dismissiveness. 
When we are stressed, and we're all in a stressful situation now, and you know the VUCA environment, your volatility, your uncertainty, your complexity, your ambiguity, all of this stuff drives different responses from people. But when we feel stressed, we have a tendency to put other people down as a way to feel superior or to feel like we have control, which is why so many people talk so much crap about politics on Facebook and Twitter. Right? We tend to put down other ideas as just ridiculous. And we do it with anger and we do it with, you know, my ideas are the best ideas because I just get it. But a lot of times we're just not privy to all of the information needed to make decisions at that time. And so I want to talk about a lot of those, those types of things today. So, so context, here's my, my context on me. Here's my street cred on communications. Uh, I majored in communications, um, which... Fine, I guess you could say it's because I thought it was going to be the easiest major, but I, I, I at least learned something, which is good. Uh, and one of those things I learned I'm going to share today is, is understanding what a communication model is. Um, there actually is a communications model. Um, but then my career kind of jumped around before I figured out what it was that I wanted to do. I spent a lot of time, uh, almost 15 years, working in public relations, investor relations, executive communications, uh, in the financial industry. And I learned it. I, I really broke my chops on it when I was doing public relations for a wealth management firm during the financial crisis of the, the late 2000s, right? 2008, 2009. And then executive communications for another bank. Um, and, and when we're there, when we're there, it was a, a crazy time. Um, Obviously, right? Uh, very similar to now. Markets were crashing. People were nervous. Uh, they didn't know what they were going to do about their jobs. Um, it, it's exactly the same, right? Then and now. Um, the context is slightly different, but still, the, the fear is the same and, and all of that. The majority of the work that goes in to, to writing a message doesn't actually happen with the writing. It happens afterwards. Writing's simple, but what the the difficult part, the challenging part, is that uh, we have then a discussion on how people are going to receive the information that we are putting out, and then we have to rewrite and edit. So simple emails from executives to clients, shareholders, employees uh, would go through 20, 30 drafts simply because of what they may perceive or pick up in just one single word, and changing just that one word could change an entire message. And it's the same with, with pandemic information today and political information today and all that stuff. But I want to drive this home. Just because you didn't write the message doesn't mean you're not communicating. So every time you share something from MSNBC, from, from Fox News, whatever, it's not about accuracy. It's about how people are going to receive the information that you're giving and what response are you trying to get. And so now let's talk about a communication model. When communicating, there are two sides. There is a sender of information and a receiver of information. And we forget this. As you fire off a tweet, fire off a, you know, whatever your random thought is that we think is so funny, um, it could be highly inappropriate for other people, right, based on context. It's pretty tone deaf. Uh, when, when, as I was looking through all of these emails I started getting about, about the virus, you could tell the people who thought through their communication and the people who didn't. The people who thought through their communication were saying, this is what we're doing for you. The people who didn't think through it were panicked, you could tell, and were completely tone deaf on how many things they were trying to sell me. 
and they were trying to do a cash grab based on a crisis. And so when you think about communicating, there are two sides, a sender and a receiver. And, and most important to that is that both sender and receiver have context and they bring their own context and you can't dictate the context. Okay. So context could come from someone's background. It could come from someone's history, someone's current environment, uh, educational background, uh, whether or not they have siblings. I mean, there are all types of things to, that will impact the message that you receive. So when you send a message, when you fire off a tweet, when you share an article, the way that you share that information is automatically judged by the person who reads it. And when you send it off to a thousand people in your in your Twitter followers or your Facebook friends, they've all judged you based on everything that you've shared and the way that you've shared it. And so while you can't control if someone's in an angry mood because they spill coffee on themselves or or anything like that, you can control your language, your tone, your message to be understood by as many people as possible in the way that you intended. That's why we communicate. We are intentional in trying to share information with other people. Now, we've all sent emails. We've all sent texts that we regret, right? We think back to ourselves and we say, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Or I would have said it very differently if I had really thought it through. Well, now you have an opportunity to think it through. I would encourage you to go back through your tweets, through your Facebook posts, and look at it through the veil of, say, I don't know, your parent. Look at it through the veil of an old friend you haven't spoken to in a while. Say, how are they perceiving me? What is the profile that they're putting together on me? And we tell it a lot to, to students who are looking for jobs to clean up their Facebook, hide all the drinking pictures and all that stuff. But it goes beyond that. And now that we're all living online, we're all living here, uh, and and it's the, the, pretty much the only way that we're socially interacting is through this veil of, of information that we're providing. Make sure it's providing the, the path, the information, the context that you want, and you're presenting yourself in the way that you want to. There is... Uh, a, a, there are a few changes, right, that have happened online over the past couple of years that I found pretty interesting. But um, Facebook, now you become a friend on Facebook, but you also become a follower. They've changed the language a little bit. They've subtly changed the name, so they still call them friends. But if you take a look, you also have followers on Facebook. LinkedIn, you have connections and you have followers. Twitter, you have followers. And it was never really communicated that way. But that differentiation is pretty profound. And by definition, if you have followers, you are a leader, whether you like it or not. And so with a social platform, you now have followers. And many of us don't take the time to think through the consequences of what that means. Each post you make, each tweet you send has consequences. Much like the email or the presentation at the office. If you're presenting to your boss some kind of new idea or the value of you and whether or not you should keep your job. If, if everybody had to give a presentation at their office on why they should keep their job, you would put a lot of time and effort into that. I recommend putting the same time and effort into what you are waxing on on Twitter or you know, as you make your political bloviation or your isolation recommendations. Uh, you have an audience for better or worse. And taking the time to reflect on what that means is very important. It's going to pay dividends, especially small business owners. News is coming faster than ever, and usually communications can't keep up. But just because solutions are so simple to you, 
and start tweeting out, you know, I don't understand why they just don't do this. Probably because you don't have the full picture. That's why you don't understand it. And the question you need to ask yourself is, do you need to understand it? Or do you need to just stay in your lane? And solutions that are so simple to you doesn't mean that it's appropriate to give your opinion. And we'll, we can get into facts and opinion all the time. But just because you strongly believe something doesn't make it a fact. I like to use the example, everybody is the greatest parent on the planet when they're complaining about someone else's kid. Everyone's got the greatest advice in the world when it's somebody else's kid. But when it's their kid, apparently all things go out the window. Okay, so that's sending information. But also, of course, there is the receiving of information. We are receiving information constantly. We are getting a barrage of information. That takes responsibility as well. Okay, not everyone is as enlightened as you. So you have power, you have responsibility. We are going to lead by example. And by and that's really accuracy of information and the tone and, and everything is really just that. How do you want to present yourself in sending information? And now you have a choice on, on where you receive information. You could turn people off on Facebook. I turn on, if, you, if you're a big political person on, on my Facebook feed, I don't get it. It doesn't come through um, just because I don't care what you think about politics, mostly because most of the people who think about politics really have no real value in understanding the way the politics works. And so I don't feel like looking at it. I just get angry at the stupidity of, of what people post. And so when you think about filtering your information, uh, we want to make sure that we could filter it accurately. Not what we like to hear, right? We we can always turn things on and off, and we we put ourselves in echo chamber, saying, "Yes, this person says what I feel, so I like to follow that." No, you want to follow things that are accurate, that are important, uh, and there are very good independent news sources out there uh, that that you you should follow. Okay, and 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 it's pretty well pretty well based. So. That's that's my advice for you this week is um, we are living in, in an isolated world and we have to go through a, you know, we send information, we receive information. There is a medium to information. And right now that is all online and the message is impacted online. And so we have to think about the way that we are communicating. We have to think about the way that we are doing it appropriately. And we have to make sure that people are picking up what we're putting down. And we want to make sure that everybody is receiving information in the way that we want them to receive that information. That's what's extremely important. That's a challenge. And the reason we don't like to do it is because it's hard. We have to do things differently. And it takes effort. And nobody likes to put in effort. But by doing this effort, especially small business owners, um, it's going to make a big, big difference for you going forward. So with that, happy week. Good luck uh, with everything in this isolation time. And um, as always, I am here. We are providing services, of course, um, pro bono services to small business owners. If you need crisis coaching or anything, please reach out um, and, and we'll make the time for you. Uh, this is an important time. It's a very uncertain time. And uh, we became coaches at Bellwether because we want to help. And that's what we're going to do. So uh, reach out to us for any of your needs. And as always, uh, stay well, stay healthy, and wash your hands. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Now, do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com 
where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon.